So do you have anything to confess? <laughs> <laughs> I already did it. Did oh. you hear it? <laughs> Just checking. Well, one thing I'm finding is we move through these Sundays and listen to Brian sharing is you know, how clear his sharings are becoming and how little I have to say after he's talked because he has brought things to such a clarity. But I would like to share a couple of things here that have, I've become aware of over the last few weeks and that I've been uh, looking at within myself as well as I've come to awareness. Uh, I've been receiving several letters recently from different individuals who are meditating, who are doing this pathway, and are meeting some challenges in their daily life and in their meditation. And one of the things I've noticed that is the, the common thread throughout these different letters and the disturbances that they're having, whether it's being in their physical daily life or in their meditation, is that they have lost sight of what this pathway truly is about. And they have refocused this practice into something that this practice really is not about. The path of sound and light, the inner pathway of meditation that we share, is really about your soul. It's really about the realms of spirit. It's really about awakening into the divine knowing of who you truly are as a child of God. And if we can keep that in mind and do our practice with that intention and that attention of awakening into the divine knowing of ourself, then truly this meditative practice will be one that will be active, will be present in the moment, and we will have experience that will match what we've just shared about awakening to the divine self. But if we begin to lose focus of what this meditation practice is really about and begin to focus back out into the world and begin to look to this meditation practice as a solution, as an answer to the things in this world, we may begin to find that we do begin to feel disturbed that this isn't working for us, that we're not getting the answers and the solutions to our daily life that we want. And I would offer something for you to look at. What is it you're longing for? Are you looking for more relationship in the world, a better relationship in the world, a better sex life, more money, a greater career? What are you looking for? What is the greatest longing inside of you? If those are the things that you're searching to have in your life, to get an understanding about, to bring fulfillment to you in the physical world, and that is your focus and that is your longing, then I would say that your answers and your solution may be more in the world right now. And let that be okay. And how do you get those things answered? It's go out in the world and experience it. But don't go out in the world and do the same old patterns again and again, expecting things to change, expecting things to get better. It's look and see if you are unsatisfied, if you're not having in your life what you really want. Go out into the world with the awareness as I'm now going to step forward to experience life. 
and I'm going to pay attention to what I am experiencing, what is going on inside of me as well as outside of me. And I'm going to begin to pay attention to my choices, to my actions and my reactions, and how I move in my life in the world. And I'm going to approach it differently than I have in the past. I'm going to approach it with awareness, with consciousness, with intention. And I'm going to move through my own willfulness, through my own action, rather than following others, either those in the world today or following others such as my parents who taught me 30 years ago how to do life. I'm going to begin to live my life the way I want to live it. I'm going to begin to discover what that is and how to do that. I'm going to make changes in my life. And if I don't like those changes, I'll make new changes. And if I don't like those changes, I'll just keep changing things inside of me and outside of me till I find something that works. I've done that. I've played that game, looking for solution in the world. And the one thing I found is, yes, I can make changes. I can move things and make things different in the world. But I've also found that I can change everything. Everything as far as career and money and sex and food and relationship and everything. I can change it in the world. I can try all these different jobs, all these different ways to make money. I can make all that happen. But yet something inside of me still longs for something, still wants for something, still feels empty. And I have found for myself that in all of that, that until I sit down and begin to truly identify what that longing is inside, what that emptiness is inside, and begin to pursue it to its fulfillment, I'm going to be trapped in a cycle, in a circle, ever looking outward into the world for fulfillment and answer and solution. But the moment I do sit down and I do begin to pay attention to what is this longing then? If it isn't money, if it isn't food, if it isn't relationship, if it isn't something in the world, then what is it? What I found in every given instance is that longing truly is something that has to do with spirit, with soul, with God. I'm longing for loving. I'm longing for fulfillment of some kind to be filled up inside somehow to where I no longer feel empty. I no longer feel lonely. And what is it that I have found for myself is that I'm longing for God's loving. I'm longing to belong once again to that spiritual family. And so I have always found that if I will pay attention and follow that longing back inside, that it will take me not outward into the world to find fulfillment, but it will take me in, it will draw me in, it will pull me in, and begin to pull me inward and upward into an inner focus to find the solution, to find the answer, and to allow whatever needs to take place inside of myself to bring myself into greater freedom 
allowing that movement first of longing and then that movement of where that longing takes me inside to find that fulfillment. And for me, that longing is the longing to be in oneness with God, to be in that movement of God's loving. Nothing in the world has ever satisfied me, and I don't think anything in the world ever will. I've tried it all, I've done it all, I've eaten it all, and nothing has fulfilled me. But every time I sit down and I truly go inside and I hold my attention in loving with God, I find the fulfillment, I find the solution, I find the answer. And I find that as I come into that alignment of loving with God, that everything in me begins to come quiet, begins to become still. I no longer have that longing, that need, that want, that push, that demand, that desire. I have quiet. I have stillness. I have loving. I have all that I need. And then I can get up and go do the day, and I can take that loving into the day. And where there were questions, where there were doubts, where there were fears, where there was separation, I now can be in loving. I can be in loving with it all. And it's wonderful to watch what happens when we can begin to get up out of our meditation in loving and take that loving into our daily life. Our life is transformed. Loving transforms everything. Loving takes all those things that are not loving and either releases them from our consciousness, releases them from our life, and they drop away, or they bring them closer to that action of loving and they transform them into that which they are loving. Loving will transform all the mis-expressed loving that we have placed into our life. It will transform it and bring it back into balance, bring it back into harmony, bring it back into a true nature. And we have more loving. All those judgments, all those fears, all those anxieties that we find we are living in our daily life are just misplaced, misexpressed expressions of loving. And so for me, the one thing I have found since I was a child, that's the story of the day, every day, every Sunday, when I was a child, I still am, that's true, I have found one thing to be true, and that God is loving, and that the God that dwells within you, that is soul, is loving, and that if we can align ourselves into the knowing of ourselves as the true being that we are, soul, that divine light of God, that expression of loving that resides within us, and begin to awaken into it, then we truly begin to live the loving that we are. And I can remember opening the Bible, which I used to do all the time. I've never read it from cover to cover, but I've opened it, and I've allowed myself to just look at something in the book and see what is there for me to listen to, to learn from in that moment. And I remember one time opening it up, and it said, If thy eye be single and open, your body should be flooded with light. 
And so I began to let that be my focus, my meditation, my purpose in that time. For the next days, weeks, I focused on that one statement until I began to truly understand what it was to let that spiritual eye, that seat of the soul, open to the loving expression that is God and allow God's loving in and allow that inner light to begin to fill me, to flood me. Not just to fill me and to flood me, but to fill me to overflowing. And that's what it will do. God's loving will fill you to overflowing. And what happens when something overflows? All that which is inside is spilled out. All your depression, all your fear, all your anxiety, all your needs that you've been holding on to, gripping on, trying to figure out, trying to make happen. All of a sudden, it is just moved by that movement of loving as it fills you to overflowing. And all those things that have stood between you and your divine knowing, your divine loving, your divine expression, is just moved. In this movement of loving, this light that fills you to overflowing, and it overflows and is carried out of you, that which is not a part of you. And that which is a part of you is transformed. All those things that were misexpressed, misdefined, actions of loving within you are just brought back into harmony, brought back into alignment. So either you let go of those things that really no longer belong to you and they just move away or those things inside of you that are a part of you are transformed to where you begin to live the greater truth of yourself. And then the key after that is to let yourself be filled or overflowing every day. To sit in meditation and do what you know will work for you. And that is to sit and be still, and know that I am God. Sit, and listen. Sit, and pay attention inside. See the inner light. See that divine spark of your own soul as it begins to awaken and stir inside of you, and that inner light can begin to fill you. Sit, and listen to that inner song, that sound of God, that voice, that still small voice, calling out to the soul, come home, come home, and follow that sound, follow that voice, back to where you came from. Sit and allow yourself to be filled or overflowing with that divine light of God's loving. Let it move in you and through you. Allow it to move in you and to fill you to overflowing. Allow God's loving in. And that means to do it not just daily, not just in moment of meditation in the morning or in the evening or whenever you might do your meditation, but it's learning to become a living prayer, not just with your eyes closed while you're seated or laying down in meditation, but to be able to do it while your eyes are open and you're out in the world and you're driving to the street and somebody pulls in front of you and the first reaction inside of you is, and then you stop and you go, no, I love you and I hope wherever you're headed to in such a hurry that you get there.
You don't cuss them out. You don't goddamn them. You God bless them. You place that loving into action. You keep that loving moving for yourself, within yourself, and for all that is God and all of creation. You bless them. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. If you condemn them to hell, guess what? They have the right to condemn you to hell as well. So bless them and know that in giving, so shall you receive. Those blessings will also come forward once again into your life. As you give, so shall you receive. You create a space for yourself. And whatever you put into action, there is a reaction that comes back. That's just the law of physics, the law of this creation. So if you put condemnation out, guess what comes back upon you? The reaction of that. But if you put blessing out, you receive blessing. So in all of this, become a living prayer. Become a living meditation. Allow yourself to truly be the divine spirit that you are. And in meditation, if your fears, if your concerns, if your worries come up and the mind kicks in and off you go running with them, if the emotions kick in and off you go living and fretting and worrying about them, let it be okay. Don't stop it. Let it run rampant. Just let it go. Have fun with it. Enjoy it. Enjoy the turmoil. Enjoy the storm. But somewhere in the midst of all of it, let yourself stop for a moment and invite God into the turmoil. Invite God into the storm. Allow yourself in that moment to give it up to God. Just give it up. Well, here I am again, something separating me and you, and it's me. It's my mind, it's my emotions, it's my fears, it's my disturbance. And so I'm just going to give it all up to you, Lord. I don't want this separating me from you. I want to be one with you. I want to be in that divine river of loving. Assist me in doing so. Lift this from me. Assist me. Bring me into alignment. Allow me to be filled or overflowing so this just floods out of me and I live in your stillness. Whatever it be. I give it up to you. I open it in vulnerability to you. And I ask you to fill me now to overflowing. Ask and you shall receive. How many times do we sit in our meditation, sit in our daily lives, just stewing, simmering, boiling, in our frustration, in our anger, demanding somehow in the world there's got to be an answer, there's got to be a solution. They got to give this to me. They got to do this for me. Well, I'll tell you what. The more you sit and simmer, the more you cook the goose. You become cooked in your own juices. And that's not a pleasant thing to be. So why not just let go of all of that? Let go of it and give it up to God and invite God into it all. I can remember early on learning something very profound in my meditation. And that was to keep holding my attention at the seat of the soul. 
to keep looking for the inner light of my own soul, to allow that light to begin to radiate into my consciousness, to allow that light of my own soul to also radiate upward towards that greater light, the true light from which that light that is my soul came from, to share my light with God as I shared my light with the physical consciousness. And what I found was in that moment, and I still do to this day, that when I do that, God's light begins to filter down, move down, and merge to the light of my own soul that is going upward towards God. And a more brilliant light is present than you can ever imagine. And it begins to fill you. And then I have to always meet something inside of myself, my unworthiness. There's this little part of me that just feels so unworthy of God's light, of God's loving. But even to this day, I have to pay attention and not let myself pull back, to shut down, to not allow God's loving in. It just amazes me, but it's still there. And I think that's a part of the human consciousness, the human nature of unworthiness that we carry at this level. Don't allow yourself to go into that. Allow yourself to open and say, even though I feel unworthy right now of your loving, I know your loving is present. I see it, I feel it, I know it. And I allow it in. Even if it's not real to you, do it anyway. And just see what happens. See if you don't feel something transformed inside of you. But when I have allowed that light in, I have found it to flood through me, through my whole beingness. Not just physical, but my whole beingness. And I have watched it just carry like a river, carrying all the debris all the negativity, all the imbalances out through the bottom of my feet and into the world, away from me, until I am filled with the light. And I am living in that movement of loving. Other times, I find it move all the way through my physical form, my spiritual form, and then back up, and up out the top of my head. And... Everything flows outward that way. I don't direct it. I just allow it. And it's fun to participate, it, participate in that way with the movement of loving, with the movement of spirit. So if you find in your meditation, you're sitting there and you're going, but Lord, I need more money. I've got to pay these bills. How are we going to get this money? Why won't they give me a raise? I've got to find a better job. Let that be okay, but realize that that's not meditation and you're not going to get much in the way of answer or solution in that moment. You're just going to build more energy for yourself, more fire under the pot to get boiling. So I would invite you to do it differently. When you find yourself in that turmoil, I don't like this person I'm living with. I've got to find a better person. Can you get rid of this person so I can have a better person? Stop. Stop for that moment and say to yourself, Lord, what am I doing here? I sat down to be in loving with you, and now I'm doing everything but loving you. I give all this up. I give it up to you. I offer it to you. 
If you want to bring me solution and answer, fine. If not, I just give it up to you so that this doesn't stand in my way of loving you right now and see what happens. Eventually, you'll find that you'll sit down in meditation and let those things go very quickly. And eventually, you may find that things come to you just automatically in your meditation or in your daily life called solution, answer, release, and life becomes simpler. This is a life of simplicity, of grace, of fulfillment, of joy, of peace, of loving. This life that is the spiritual journey. But it begins within. It's an inner pathway first. And we must meet all those turmoils, all those things inside of us that have caused separation. And meet them in loving, meet them in gratitude. And then give them up to God. And let God do what God knows to do with them. Because I don't know what to do with them. I still don't. When I sit down and I read these letters and people are in disturbance, I don't know what to do with them. I don't have the answer to what to tell your boss about how to get a raise. But I do know that if you will give it up to God and begin to love whatever that situation is in your daily life, that the loving... And the giving it up to God will answer it all. And you will find the solution. And I also know that you will find that inner pathway will open and you will begin to live the divine that you are. So I just invite you to begin to approach your meditation with greater awareness, with greater focus on God first and God only, and see if that doesn't begin to answer all things for you. Because God is the answer to all things. And where does God reside? God resides at the seat of the soul. That's where we begin to know the divine, to know God. That's where we see the light and where we hear the sound. That's where the awakening takes place. And that's where fulfillment manifest itself. If you are a child of God, then live it, be it, do it. Okay. So thank you all.